I think I got tripped up on the word confidence early on in my life. I just felt like it had to look or feel a certain way. And so that would like completely divert me off of what felt really good and true to me. So I just want to emphasize that now, like as we're giving you our tips, it really is about making it personal to you. It doesn't have to look a certain way. Sometimes like in some of my lowest moments, I've been able to foster a sense of confidence because I've faced a low moment, right? Like it doesn't always have to look like sunshine and, you know, a pretty Instagram picture. It's so much more than that. And it's so you. You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Almost 30 started as a conversation about the transition from our 20s to our 30s. But then we realized life is full of transitions. So we expanded our mission. We are an intuition-led, wellness-focused lifestyle podcast that promises to deliver authentic conversations, diverse points of view, and insights rooted in optimism, growth, and intention. The Almost 30 Nation community is a group of purposeful dreamers who are smart, passionate, and always seeking the full potential in every aspect of their lives. At Almost 30, we're making magic together. We dream it, and then we do it. Thanks so much for tuning into the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Almost 30. Greetings. How are you guys? Hope all is well. Hope you are, you know, (laughs) it's like when you send an email and you're like, hope this finds you well. It's like... Honestly, hope it's going on. Yeah, what's going on here? I I don't, I doubt that this email is finding me well, but truly, you know, I hope you're navigating this time as gracefully as possible. Yeah, it's been a weird thing to like act. It's, it's normal to ask people how they are, but I also, I don't want to perpetuate this like Mm -hmm. feeling of, oh God, it's the end of the world, but I also want to check in with the people and then I also don't want it to get repetitive. So yeah, it's been interesting. Yeah. We're, we're glad to be with you. And I know things are starting to open up and change and shift. Um, so let us know how it's feeling. Let us know how you're doing. For me, the shift and change back to quote unquote normalcy is um, interesting. You know, I'm, I'm trying to change my mindset away from being fearful of it. When I'm seeing the roads are getting busier, you know, there's just, I can feel the, the energy of it picking up, but I don't want to be resistant to it. You know, I can't mm-hmm. be resistant to every change that ever exists because um, that's not the way of the world, but it does, it does give me, kind of makes me wonder about what's going to happen. Yeah. I almost want to retain kind of like find confidence in retaining. And we've talked about this, what has worked for us. Yeah. Because what I'm feeling as things start to pick up slowly but surely is is kind of a pressure to to keep up with everyone. <laughs> and during this time, I don't know why it's different, but I'm like, oh, since we're all going through it, there is just less of a pressure to, um, at least in my experience, compare. But yeah, I feel you. Yeah, because people aren't traveling. People aren't like doing as much of of that stuff, which is so interesting. And we're kind of like the great equalizer for sure. I feel like it's what things I want to take, I guess, in what we've done is I just want to hang out at home more Mm -hmm. with Justin. I really love like having nights together, doing nothing. I looked at my credit card balance of like what 
I will pay on June 1st. And it was like nothing. It was like nothing. I was so crazy. Oh my God, I'm saving so much money. And I know that's a different experience for everyone, but my like frivolous spending is completely gone. Besides mm-hmm. my postmates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore, though. <laughs> You're like, I didn't look at that credit card. Statement. Yeah, honestly. That's not a different credit card. My postmates are. <laughs> no, but I, I completely agree. And it just showed me like what act- what I actually need. You know, like just in that spending or in what I involve myself with, like to your point, I think a few weeks ago, we talked about group exercise and and just not needing that as much. Although I love it, I am finding some strange like motivation when I do actually do the workout I say I'm going to do. I do it by myself. And then for the rest of the day, I have that momentum rather than just kind of mindlessly showing up for the group workout, doing it, paying for it, whatever. There is an extra cherry on top when you, when you motivate yourself. I just don't need as much of the workouts. It's Mm. like my body hasn't really changed. I'm like, dude, I haven't done anything in two months. And it's like, this is where we're at. Mm -hmm. It's like, what was I doing for so many years? (laughs) Bicep curls. And I was like doing, I was doing some strength stuff and I'm like, I'm weak as fuck right now. But I was Mm. like, what was I trying to be so strong for? (laughs) Honestly, I'm like, what was like the goal? Like, I don't even have, like, why, why was I, I don't even know. I'm like, what was, what was the goal? I got some really heavy weights from, my trainer, they're doing like some little program and I was like, oh yeah, I'll do it. So I got 30 pound weights. And what's great about in your weights is that you got to do less of it. I mean, <laughs> I have eight pound weights and it fucks me up. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, well, how are you guys feeling out there in terms of your mu- movement, your health, if there's any way we can support you? I don't know if you're in the secret Facebook group, but we have conversations like that in there. We have conversations about mental health, about careers and whatnot. So definitely join the group if you're wanting to talk more. Yeah. And if you want it. support in your local community, we have our ambassador program, which has subgroups all over the world and they meet up digitally right now. Um, and they will be meeting up again in person. So you can find support in your local community for people that are interested in things like what we talk about here. Totally. And we've been doing Instagram lives. Hopefully you guys have Hopefully enjoyed you've it. seen them. <laughs> Hopefully We're killing seen. ourselves doing Instagram lives. You've seen the 98 Instagram lives you've done. We were talking to this guy on the phone and he was like, you guys are literally live every day. <laughs> oh, and there's two of us. So you get like double the, double the live. Oh, every man. time I'm about to do a live, I don't want to do it. Same. I don't know what that is. 100%. You know what pisses me off about lives is like when you push live, it's like you have to set it up. And mm-hmm. you have to, it's like, give me five seconds before you actually start recording the live for me to set it up, figure out the lighting, totally. invite the person. Like, it's just like you look like an idiot. Yep. I completely agree. And it takes a second for people to join, but you think people are joining. So you're like, hello. And then you're like, hello, <laughs> hello, hello, guys. Hi. As they join, you're like, hi. Tell me where you're coming from. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> yeah. But it's been fun to kind of see you guys, you know, to see you guys on there and to mm-hmm. talk to you and to bring on some people that we really respect and love. Um, and speaking of workouts, we do, we have had workouts on there, continue to feature some of our, our favorites. Um, and some of those are up on YouTube. So you can check those out. Yeah. And then they're also, we're doing the IG lives. We're saving them. So they're on our, they're on our Instagram now and you can watch them mm-hmm. anytime you want. All the content, all of the time. <laughs> you can count on One of these days we're just going to go into hibernation and not make a thing. I know. And just honestly, see how you guys are thinking about that. <laughs> so you guys can catch up. <laughs> 
Oh man. Uh, but just to update you, we have our new paradigm digital workshop series that we launched a few weeks ago and it's been, it's been really fun to deep dive with you in an intimate virtual setting. So our intention here is just to support you as, as you evolve and especially as you go through something as crazy as what's going on on earth right now. And our next one is with our dear friend, Peta. Kelly. Dude, PETA is so major. Major. There's no one that stands in her power like PETA. There's no one that creates like PETA. And if you guys know her or her work, The Earth is Hiring, and she just put out a new book. I just ordered it. I forget what it's called, but she is like the number one like inspiration for me. She makes spirituality so human and so light and so truthful and really just finds like the actual nugget of truth within this whole experience that we're in. So I'm so fucking excited. It's on the new paradigm um, and it's going to be incredible. So that is on the 24th of May. Come join. Um, it's going to be super powerful. And then the next weekend we have one with Alexandra Roxo. Fuck like a goddess. I said it. F-U-C-K. Sorry if you're in a car with your kids. Um, it's F-U- F star CK like a goddess. Uh, Alexandra Roxo is a empowerment coach. She has the moon club. She's an author. She is just an expert in all things divine feminine. And this is going to be super sensual. Yeah, I'm excited. It's it's really powerful. I'm sure a lot of you during this time maybe have uh, been visited by your wild side, whether it's, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. <laughs> breaking the rules or getting out of your routine. I felt a little bit more wild and free at times. And I just love Alexandra because she really brings that out and the yeah. people that she works with. She's iconic. Iconic. And by the way, um, Stop Missing in the Point is Peter Kelly's new book. Yes. Just look that up. She's incredible. And then we have one with Natalie Miles. She's an intuitive. That one's coming up. We have Jessica Lignadu on Astrology, Your Saturn Return. Oh, yeah. Which was started, you know, this podcast was started during our Saturn Return. So it breaks that down. It's one of the most important periods in your life and it happens more than once. And then we also have them available. We also have workshops available that we had previously. So Milana Snow, Jenna Zoe, and Natalia Benson. So we have really good ones available. You can purchase on shopalmost30.com. Yep. I'm trying to think of anything else. There's so much, so much also on shopalmost30.com. Last thing, we have inner peace available, our dream bundle. Krista and I felt it was important to share with you the tips, practices, rituals that really helped us to design our dream day and our dream careers. And a lot of you have asked us questions about that. And it seems so like, you know, vague and like you can't really touch it, but we wanted to be able to provide you kind of a guide so that you can actualize all of the dreams that you have in your head and your heart. And these are the practices and tools that we have used. So that is available at shopalmost30.com as well as Inner Peace, which is also a guide to help you just maintain inner peace during times of chaos and beyond. Yeah. Our little, our little intern Lex was like, can I get a code for inner peace? <laughs> <laughs> so fucking cute. She's in college. She's like, can I get a code? I also sent the um, dream career, which is a part of, you know, our dream series for dream career and dream day to someone that's very close to me because we were talking about career stuff. And I was like, oh, it just needs refinement. You need clarity on what mm. you're looking for. And it was nice to actually really, truly meanfully send something to someone that I care about that I felt like needed needed the guide and the workbook and the meditation and stuff. So I was excited. Yeah. Uh, I think asking the right questions is so important 
for anything, which I haven't always done. And to get really clear about it is very, very helpful. So all of that available, shopalmost30.com. Cannot wait to connect with you in any which way. And we're excited about today's solo episode with me and Krista. Yes. Building building confidence. (laughs) It was like building trust. (laughs) Building confidence. Building confidence and trust. (laughs) Building confidence. And um, yeah, this one is such a good one. I always love when I hear other people's tips on building confidence. It's so impactful. Confidence for for me, from my perspective, it it is there, but it also comes and goes, Mm -hmm. you know? So understanding like, that there will be periods in time in our life that we feel more confident and we don't, but the goal is always to have more confidence and trust within ourselves. So we're excited. We each have three tips um, that are tried and true from our experiences, from our life that we're excited to share for our tips for getting more confident in our life. Yeah, I I think I got tripped up on the word confidence early on in my life. I just felt like it had to look or feel a certain way. And so that would like completely divert me off of what felt really good and true to me. So I just want to emphasize that now, like as we're giving you our tips, it really is about making it personal to you. It doesn't have to look a certain way. Um, sometimes like in some of my lowest moments, I've been able to foster a sense of confidence because I've faced a low moment, right? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't always have to look like sunshine and, you know, a pretty Instagram picture. It's so much more than that. And it's so you. So just I think it's, to say that. Yeah. And in that, I can, I'll do my first one because it reminds me of that. But first, so whenever I do things where we break these down and I'm in these coaching groups where we're talking a lot about words. So I looked up the the word trust, what it means. And in Latin, it means full trust. So confidence means full trust in Latin. And when we look up the definary, the dictionary definition, it's firm trust, which is interesting because if we think about confidence being firm trust, it's not complete. So it's interesting that it wouldn't be complete trust. And I thought that was really poignant because that just spoke to me that confidence is something that never feels complete. No one, even at their highest level, we've interviewed some incredible people on the podcast, some of the best and biggest in the game, thank goodness, and most thanks to you. But they even have their moments. They're not as confident as you would think. They they don't think they have it all together. They're not where they want to be. And so it really is something that is something you work to get close to. And again, it can come and go, but there never is a full, complete confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so your point on the the low point was is really my first one. And my first point um, on confidence is doing hard things. So within our lives, I've built the most confidence by doing the thing that wasn't popular, that wasn't didn't make sense, that was the hard thing. And this choice in this decision, although at the time felt very shaky and felt very unsure, was something that told me, myself, my soul, my my source, my my spirit, that I was worth more than like anyone else's opinions and helped me build confidence in myself. So doing hard things like when I moved to Chicago after college and I got my first job or when I left a toxic environment at my first job or when I um, went to Patagonia for a month and you know, didn't have contact with anyone. And during my first month in Patagonia was when Justin and I had first started talking. So it was a huge risk for me to like put this relationship that just started on ice and not have any contact for a month. When I moved to New York for Justin, when we had just started dating, barely, that's a huge like risk. So 
you know, or even starting almost 30, putting ourselves out there. There's just a lot of points in my life where I've done the hard thing that have made me feel more confident in myself. And it's really the hard parts of our life where I felt maybe the most lost and the most confused that have allowed me to build this sense and this foundation of like truth within me and within doing the hard things. I think it's really important. And this is like a tactical thing, but to monitor your progress. So whether that's journaling or whether that's um, a planner, I think it's really important that we monitor the progress of our steps against our goals. So if you do have a goal to do, do a hard thing, it's easy to get tripped up and kind of lose yourself within the process. But the small changes in the goals that bring you to the hard thing incrementally are the realistic points that give you the confidence overall. So I think within doing hard things, you can look at, you know, my examples of like quit your job, whatever, and that can actually be too much. But in order to build up your confidence to get to that point to do the hard thing, you can do smaller things. So I think monitoring your progress, do the hard things and make small changes and small goals along the way that you can monitor to build up the confidence to even do the hard thing. That's really going to get you a lot of confidence. I love that one. Yeah, I, I mean that quote, "Beauty in the breakdown, baby." I do. Yes. Think <laughs> I have that tattooed on my face. <laughs> but it is, and I think you know we forget that when we try to avoid those moments of just like uh, insecurity, or you know when we're like floating in the unknown and we're so fearful or have so much doubt. There is so much opportunity to realize who you really are. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, such a confidence building. Um, yeah. And, and I will moment. say like within the moments that have been my hard things moments, it's, it's been mostly severe discomfort that led me to do the hard thing. Mm. So it wasn't like I'm in love. I want to move to New York. It was like, I actually feel like I'm done growing in Chicago and I'm really unhappy in my environment, but I'm really happy in this environment. So this part is scary to leave Chicago, but this love is worth the risk or quitting my job. You know, it's like, I was so miserable that I got to this point where I was in this toxic environment, et cetera. So it's like every hard thing isn't like, okay, let's do the hard thing today. This is going to be fun. And we're going to build up to the hard thing. It's like, oftentimes it's really the lowest points when you really have to rely on just you to make the right decision for yourself. Yeah, definitely. I relate to that. My first one is finding the space and the quiet to remember my own thoughts and who I am. I'm someone who can take on other people's thoughts and confuse them for my own. So I'm really, I'm really working on that. And that the solution to that has been to just literally find peace and quiet. So that's usually at night before or after an entire day of working and, and doing the things quiet room, or if we're in the sauna or even just in the bathroom in the shower and connecting to what feels like that force greater than me. So whether it's through meditation, I've really enjoyed channeled writing. So it is, it's asking a question, writing that question down. So, you know, that question could be like, who am I? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Quite literally like, who am I? And just allowing pen to paper to allow like source to come through and anyone can do this. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's been so powerful because on the other side of it, I'm like, oh, right. Like I don't have to shoulder all of this by myself. Like I am so not alone. And that just gives me more confidence, almost as if I'm looking behind me and yep. I have that like that spiritual team of like, got it, you know? Yep. Um, so that's a really a great way to remind me of that. And then I also have been doing mirror exercises. So 
that could look like just looking at myself in the mirror, like looking at my own eyes and just seeing myself. I think we can go throughout our day and not see ourselves. We can see ourselves through the eyes of other people, but it's been really powerful even for just 60 seconds to look at myself in the mirror and be like, hi. I literally never look at myself. People are like, you have food all over your face. I'm like, what? <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, I, what are you talking about? But it's also just weird. You know what yes. I mean? It's a weird feeling, but... Justin looks at himself all the time. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like... Just checking in. I know, honestly. But it can be kind of emotional. For mm-hmm. some reason, you just kind of like see yourself as you really are. And every once in a while, I'll sprinkle sprinkle in an affirmation that feels good. Like, you know, whatever, whatever it feels good that day. Or even just like, and I got you. Like, I got you. Mm, yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes we can forget to support ourselves. We yeah. look for the support from other people. Like, why aren't they supporting me? Why aren't they validating me? Da, da, da. But it's like reminding yourself in that moment, in the mirror, that like, I got you. Yeah. And that's really huge. enough. And also in the quiet space. So whether it's the channeled writing, the mirror exercises, I also just find like allowing myself to freely create gives me the confidence to just be myself. So it's like reminding me like, oh my God, like drawing a weird picture feels like me. Cool. Like, you know, it's just reconnecting to those parts of you, activating them on a daily or weekly basis. That just reminds you of that part of you. We're so dynamic. There are so many parts of us. Maybe you like to garden or maybe you love baking or maybe you love cleaning your bathroom. Like just mm-hmm. connecting Come to that, my house. <laughs> connecting to that part of you in the quiet and just kind of being with that activity and allowing yourself to just fully express in that. It's for me, it's like um stoking those like embers of myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh okay, there she is. There's that part of you. Okay. Cause I think we can become so defined by our job or maybe our role as a mother or a father, whatever it is that we forget the other parts of ourselves that really could add to our confidence. Yeah. In the, my book, it's creating, not reacting causes happiness. And I was thinking about that so much with work, mm. you know, it's like creation is what makes people happy, not just reacting to mm. others. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about too, in the mirror thing, I was talking to Natalia Benson the other weekend and she had something happen where she had to really call upon her confidence with herself and her decisions. And she mm. said that she did look in the mirror and she's like, you know what, baby, I got your back. You know, she says, baby, she's like, <laughs> it's the best. Babe. she's like, you know, what, baby, I got your back. Like, and no matter what happens, like I'm going to be there for you. And just like said that to herself in the mirror repeatedly because she felt you know, just a little bit, a little bit shaken by what had been going on. And it was really powerful. And I love the point too, about no control, like giving off control to the universe. Cause I was thinking about that recently, like with just anything. And it's like so funny that we think we have control over anything Mm -hmm. and just kind of surrendering to that and almost just being like, I actually literally have no control over anything. Yeah. As much as we truly think that we do, and I am the deepest person thinking I do, we cannot control so much of life. And it's like surrendering to that is the hardest thing. Totally. But like the goal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number two for me. Number two for me is questioning your critic. So questioning your inner critic. And that means... And I really believe that mindfulness and the ability to question your critic or even realize you have a critic... And that the critic is not you 
happens through mindfulness, happens through meditation. So my ability to separate who I am from the person that has the stories about my body or my worthiness or my, you know, X, Y, and Z is actually not me. That's part of my programming that I received from birth. And that's part of my, my story in quotes that I live and work with. So my ability to separate myself, you know, and then question that critic, like, oh, So where's that thought about me having to do all the things to be worthy of success coming from? Where's that thought about, oh, because I'm not at the weight that I want to be, that I won't be as successful as I want to be. You know, instead of just thinking in my head like, oh, I'm actually not where I want to be physically. So, you know, there's no way that I won't be successful. It's like every time we have those feelings and thoughts that we really have to pay attention to, and that is really the work, you know, to find um, our center enough to notice when we're thinking those things and just kind of stopping yourself in your tracks with a breath or with a moment and being able to be like, wait, wait, wait. Okay. So who, who, what is that thought? Like, what is that critic? What is that judgment that I have? And how can I separate myself from that? How can I work with that? How can I heal that? How can I talk through that? How can I take that to therapy? And all of those parts that are your inner critic are really what keep you from being as confident as you want to be. So the more you're able to question your critics, integrate the feedback, you know, after healing or, you know, love even that side of you, the better you're able to show up as a confident person in the world. So the questioning of your critic will help you in in every single part of your life, but I think mostly with your confidence. I love that one. And it's just kind of showing up for yourself as the friend, you know, Mm -hmm. like kind of you are your own friend and just being able to be like, picturing someone else being like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Like, don't talk about my friend like that. Let's like actually find the truth in this. I've been thinking about that lately where I, you know, it's hard right now with all of us not being able to really see our friends like we normally would. And so it's really called on me to be like, kind of stand up for myself in those Mm -hmm. moments where that inner critic comes in. But I love that one. I think that's, that's really powerful. Yeah. My next one is like more on the, like the physical side embodiment practices have been really important and it changes all the time. So that for me might look like, you know, being in my underwear and dancing in my room or being in like the shower and just like appreciating my body, you know, like I think often about, and and we've talked about this on the pod where you know, when I was 16, I was like, ew, like my thighs and this, mm-hmm. you know, just like thinking about one, how much how my body has changed, how much it does for me on a daily basis, and how I really appreciate exactly what it is right now. And we all have our own like body journey, but I just think that I think all the time about how our bodies are listening to mm-hmm. us yes. on a cellular level. So it's really important that, you know, even though I might have moments where I'm like, Ooh, uh, uh, mm-hmm. that I balance it and even go farther in the other direction where I'm just like, okay, at a weak moment, but like, I really do appreciate you. And like, you know, yeah. and being able to physicalize that celebration and not just like stare at myself. It's more just like, I'm going to celebrate you by moving and like giving you energy and blood flow and, you know, have you listened to music and let that like vibrate throughout like my skin and my cells. So it's, it's kind of treating the body as like this, 
this entity that I honor on a regular basis. And like the last part of that embodiment practice that's been helpful is to curate my feed so that my feed on Instagram, even brands that I'm looking Uh at, I just love to see like all bodies because when people are confident in their bodies, I'm like, oh my God, okay, so I can celebrate my, my body. Right. And that's not to say that like, I look at my body and I'm like, ew, it's just, I love seeing people celebrate themselves. And I'm like, oh, that's giving me more permission to celebrate myself. So I'm, I'm careful about that because I notice that I don't feel good if I'm looking at trying to think of a brand, but I don't even want to shit talk on here. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. If you're on Instagram yeah. and you're like, um, is it possible to have a, Shnova. like a, like a 20 inch waist? Is <laughs> that possible? Uh, with a 40 inch bum? I, I love their, I love how they airbrush their vaginas. It's like, they don't even have a, holy media. moly. Yeah. It's just, I, I notice how I feel. And even if it's just like a little thought, you know, it's not, it can definitely fester. So I'm I'm careful to to curate that. Well, every time you see something, it almost makes you be like, it gives you the question. You know, if you see a girl with a fashion brand on, you're like, you question in your brain, you, your brain goes, do we want that? Mm-hmm. You know, like, totally. do I want that? And then it almost just throws you off a little bit. You're like, maybe. <laughs> you know, every time you really pull up social media, it's like an opportunity to like have your brain engage in like a conversation that, doesn't really move you closer to center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely <laughs> feeds my... Do we need that? My indecisiveness. Should we buy that <laughs> beverage? You know what I mean? Should we buy that thing? Mm-hmm. Should we write a post like this person? Should we... You know, there's just so much of that. Yeah, totally. So yeah, I think just physicalizing in general and celebrating your own body. Easier said than done. However, I think it is a practice. So the more you do it, the less weird you feel. You know, I yeah. think there is like a a confidence that comes with um, consistent practice of anything. So being able to do that, giving yourself 15 minutes, 10 minutes to do something that really celebrates your body, even if it's like rolling around on the floor and just like stretching and like, you know, feeling your body. I think it's, it's definitely worth exploring. Yeah. I love that. And it's interesting. Your first, your first two are like related to honoring the moment. Mm -hmm. So it's like in the moment of creating, you know, like drawing or doodling. It's like honoring that moment and that need in that moment. And then the movement is like the need in that moment rather than doing something else. Sure. You know? Yeah. We spend so much time, at least for me, I'm like, okay, so how do I get to that place or how do I become that type of person? Or just, I'm focused a lot of the time on the gap, on that like void of like, oh, I'm not there yet. So these practices just being as present as possible reminds me Okay, like I have everything mm-hmm. I need in this moment. Yeah, of course. Okay. Also too, on the body thing, I saw our chiropractor, Dr. Danny, um, mm. and it was like my whole left body was fucking whack. So whack. She's like, what is going on? It was like every single part of my left body. And I was Whoa. just thinking about, so in spirituality, that's related to the feminine, that's related to receiving. And that's related to something about emotions, like unprocessed emotions or something. And I was like thinking, I'm like, oh man, you're just like a, a victim to this crazy game mm-hmm. I play in my mind all day. You know, like you're just listening and you're reacting and you're begging me to like do X, Y, and Z. And you're expressing in this way where my shoulder's all fucked up. My foot's all, you know, it was just like, oh, it's like heartbreaking. I was like, mm-hmm. God, thank you so much for for just trying your best to 
make me listen. Totally. The body tells us so much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Three. Uno, dos, tres. Let's go. Okay. My last one is related to self-care. And I know that's kind of obnoxious, but I think it's true. And I think the way in which self-care has made me more confident is that it is the I'm worth it thing. Mm-hmm. And I and I often think about m- that related to myself when I do things like, what was I doing the other day? I did something or I, I don't know if it was like Saturday. I just had like a lot of little practices that I was doing for myself. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that because I should be doing this. And I was like, no, you're worth it. Like you're worth it to be taking more time in the morning to like get ready or you're worth it to be um, allowing yourself to eat really healthy organic food whenever you want, or you're worth it to have more meditation if you need it. So the self-care also, you know, through things like exercise helps improve your memory, helps you focus, helps to manage stress, helps to um, balance your blood sugar, helps to prevent depression. So there's so much of the physical experience that we that we have through self-care that really integrates within our um, mental and emotional state that's really important and can't be ignored. So while we're taking care of the physical through things like um, taking long baths or um, meditation or going on walks or getting in nature or exercising or eating really well, those things build confidence in us because you are telling yourself you're worth it. You're telling your body you love it. You're telling, you know, your life that you're going to make space for something and you're actually going to follow through with it. And then it again, like has all the the benefits of the physical part that really just changes the game, you know, for your entire body. Mm. Yeah. I, I love that. And I think the important piece of that is the, I'm worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think especially with everything that we are responsible for. So I'm speaking to everyone out there, whether you're a mom or you're running a business or whatever you're doing. I think we only give ourselves limited time. You know, we're like, okay, so I'm straight th- my life. This morning I'm gonna I'm gonna do the self-care, but I'm only gonna do, you know, it's gonna be a half an hour. That's all I can get in. And I and I understand the other obligations, but there is like a sovereignty where you're just like, mm, actually everything is going to benefit from me taking another half an hour. So a full hour for myself Mm -hmm. and doing exactly what I want to do. And it's hard because like the mind's like, no, no, no. And the heart's like, I know I want it. (laughs) So it is this like inner conversation of like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally Mm -hmm. worth it. And actually everyone else is worth it too for me to do this. So yeah, I think that's such a good point. And that for me is kind of, you know, this is another little bonus one, but boundaries, you know, the creation and and establishment of the creation and continued honoring of boundaries in my life has been huge for my confidence, whether it's with my mom or whether it's with old friends or or whatever that is, you know, if you create a fucking boundary and you fucking honor it, you feel good. I know. I mean, it's huge. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that also takes practice because the first time it's going to be like, totally. "Ah," But then you come out the other side and you're like, oh my God, I've never met you before. You? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love that one. Um, My last one is, I'm calling it the who I've become review um, because I tend to forget that I've come really far. So as present as I can be, 
sometimes like being so present, I'm I'm like ruminating on on what I still need to work on. So while I'm very committed to self-development and that work, I also really need to balance it with, hey, Lens, five years ago, you had no sense of self-worth or clarity on your intention for your career or you had no idea what your purpose was or you were drinking a ton and really sabotaging every opportunity that came your way or you're abusing your body or you were not speaking your truth and look at you now like you've made progress in these ways and it's been helpful for me to actually write them down so I can see them and it could just be like a little little scribble a little sentence but it's like oh wow yeah that it that actually has really improved. And so it gives me confidence in the moment to know that whatever's coming up for me now, a year from now, I'll probably say like, wow, you've really like, you've really done it. You've really improved. There will always be the things, but I think it's important that we, you know, honor with like a little graduation of like, yes, you've come really really far. So you can look at your relationships, you can look at your health, you can look at your spirituality. Um, So just different aspects of your life that you've grown so much and you'll continue to grow, Mm -hmm, which is so, so beautiful. So I'll do that on my own, but I also like to invite in like other people. So even if it's just having a conversation one-on-one with a friend, and you can so, kind of preface it the by, best. by saying like, hey, listen, I know this sounds weird, but I kind of need it right now. Like, how have you seen me grow over the mm-hmm. last few years? You know, and it's and it's not self-indulgent. It's actually really cool for someone who cares about you to reflect that back to you. And I've only done that once with someone, but most of the time it comes unsolicited by the other person when I'm like beating myself up and they're like, wait, 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 you've done this to me where it's like, hey, like you've grown so much, like you know that, right? And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. So you can even ask your friends or family um, and maybe you can reflect it back to them. It could be like a fun way to go go deep with people you care about. But that one that's been, that has been really, really profound for my confidence. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, if I said that to like my family. <laughs> hey mom. Um, uh, this is how you've grown. They would literally fall out of the chairs. <laughs> She's like, well, I know you don't eat meat anymore. I, honestly, <laughs> she would truly say that. No, I'm sure they would. My dad would be like, well, you've got that blog. <laughs> honestly, but yeah, I, I love that. I actually, in my, newsle- in my newsletter Monday, I had that as the subject is like, mm. what would your younger self say about you now? Oh, I love that. In my newsletter, I send just like weekly questions. And I did love that question because it is like, we're so hard on ourselves now. But like, Mm -hmm. as a little girl, if you knew that you grew up to be X, Y, and Z, or like had this type of relationship or had this type of job or had this type of interest or, you know, Mm. whatever, you'd be like, oh my God. Totally. What the hell? Totally. That's a good one. And if you don't feel that way, if you feel like she would be let down by you, then it's like a values check, Mm -hmm. you know? Definitely. Also, like, what little, what kind of expectations did you have as like a little girl? <laughs> she's like taking out her notebook. She's like, um, yeah, honestly, <laughs> she's like, we were gonna be in the ballet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that for a day. Uh, dreams crushed. Well, what's your? Did you go over your third one? Oh yeah, you yeah. went first. I'm yeah. sorry. So to recap, uh, mine was do hard things, question mm-hmm. your inner critic, and then self care. 
awesome. And mine was finding the space and quiet to really remember who you are and what your own thoughts are through channeled writing, mirror exercises, et cetera. Um, and then embodiment practices. So really just getting in your body, feeling that confidence, reminding yourself that this body is really incredible. And lastly, the who I've become review. So you can do that between you and you and just reflect on how far you've come, or you can invite friends or family to help reflect back to you how far you've come. Love it. And you guys can join the secret Facebook group. We're talking about these things all the time. Come join us in chat. Follow us on Instagram at almost 30 podcast. We are doing lives all the time. Like we said, we have tons of our quotes from episodes. We highlight our community. We have sponsor codes. Um, And on that point on our website, we have tons of amazing sponsors that we work with. So if you want codes from brands like Athletic Greens, Saqqara, Go Macro, Buffy, I mean, we got every, we, we cover every birch bender, every vertical. Yeah. There's, there's food, there's like healthy food snacks, um, for your home. We're really obsessed with just making sure our home is yeah. like super clean and safe and, and fashionable and, you know, stylish and chic. We have Paragon vitamins, yeah, which article. is one of our favorites article. Yeah. So, uh, you can find that on our website and just so you know, we are beginning to record video, record our intros so you can find them on YouTube. Uh, you can get a, you're just a little fly on the wall. Yes. Peeking into the recording process. It's it's been on our list to do. So we are are doing that now and excited to connect with you on YouTube as well. Yep. And all um, news is in our newsletter. So subscribe to the newsletter um, on our website or on Almost 30 Podcasts on Instagram. And we'll see you next time. See y'all. We Bye. love you.